his own cinch. He was six feet four and as whippishly lean as his thoroughbred stallion. Dark-haired and black-eyed thanks to the Cherokee blood on his mother's side, Ruff looked much older than his nineteen years. Maybe it was because of his missing earlobe, a memento of his own brush with death during the war. Or perhaps it was because of his weighty responsibilities coupled with the loss of his father and brothers. What kept him going was Dixie and these last four thoroughbred horses. They were his Tennessee legacy, his only hope for a better tomorrow. Ruff stroked High Fire's muscular neck and then walked back and ran his hand down the legs of the two thoroughbred broodmares that constituted the last of their once great stable of southern racehorses. Satisfied that the mares were holding up well, Ruff remounted High Fire. Santa Fe must be only a few miles up the Rio Grande. All we got to do is follow her, Dixie. Might be we can reach Santa Fe by nightfall. Not very damned likely, Dixie groused. Why, I don't see a living thing down there. You would if you looked hard enough, Ruff said with just a hint of amusement. Dixie shot a questioning glance at Ruff and tugged her own hat down low over her eyes. She could not abide her brother knowing or seeing anything that she could not. Inch by careful inch, Dixie scanned the vast sea of forest and rock. Minutes passed, and her irritation mounted. There's nothing down there. Oh, sure there is. Look yonder along that first ridge of mountains. Up where that flashing trickle of water shoots off that cliff. See that flashy blue stallion and his band of Mustang mares? He sure got his eye on us. Dixie saw them, and was irritated at herself because the Mustangs were less than a mile away, while she'd been looking at the soaring distances beyond. I was searching for horsemen. Well, you said there was nary a living thing, and that's a pretty fair-sized band of wild horses. That blue stallion has a sharp eye for danger. See how wary he acts? The blue stallion was upset. Dixie could see him prancing back and forth, throwing his head and then stopping to rear up on his hind legs. And across the crystal-clear void that separated humans from the twenty or so Mustangs, Dixie suddenly heard the blue's trumpeting challenge. High fire, and then old high man bugled a throaty reply. The blue mares lifted their heads expectantly and whinnied. My, my, Dixie said. That blue stallion is a fine piece of horseflesh, unless my eyes are failing. They're not failing at all, Ruff said, admiring the blue and the quality of his Mustang mares. He's a beauty, and I'll wager he owns some thoroughbred blood. You think so? Sure. A horse that big and tall? and with that kind of action and grace, has to be the product of careful breeding and selection. My guess is that he'll probably escape some wealthy horse breeder and adapted to this high mountain country. It's obvious that he's laid claim to a pretty fine band of mares, not a scrub among them. Dixie didn't argue. When it came to horses, the only man who understood and could judge them better than Ruff had been their late father, Justin. Ruff had inherited all Justin's equine instincts and knowledge, and, in Dixie's admittedly biased opinion, was the finest horseman alive. That stallion and his high-quality mares will be worth some pretty good money, Ruff mused. Oh, no, Dixie warned, seeing a familiar gleam of interest and excitement in her brother's eyes. We'd cripple our thoroughbreds if we were to go chasing after that band. They're probably used to flying over these mountain rocks and ridges like mountain goats. If we're going to do any running in New Mexico, I insist that it be on a flat dirt racing track. You're probably right, Ruff conceded. 
It's just that we're pretty near broke, Dixie. One way or another, we've got to figure out some way to earn spending cash. These horses could use grain, and we're about out of coffee, sugar, salt, and staples. Pretty low on ammunition, too. Maybe we can find work in Santa Fe. Maybe. Ruff touched spurs to High Fire's flanks, and the young sorrel stallion eagerly stepped ahead, perhaps hoping that he'd be allowed to challenge the blue mustang for his mares. Not a chance, Ruff told his excited horse. That big stud down yonder would eat you up and spit you out for breakfast. He's your height and heavier muscled. In reply, High Fire winning another challenge to show that he was not the least bit intimidated. Ruff chuckled and twisted around in his saddle to see that even old High Man, their foundation sire, was showing off, dancing and shaking his head. Dixie did not look amused. Ruff was just